Hello and welcome to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. Hey! Hello! Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, it's been a slightly stressful week. Shall I tell you for why? You probably Tell, tell us why. So um, Maggie, my dog, my beloved hairy daughter, <laughs> that's what um, Paul's mum calls her dogs, her hairy children. Oh, that's, that's pretty funny. Cute. Um, she jumped over a fence, she got her back leg caught in the fence and ripped open the skin and along her stomach and the inside of her leg and apparently it's a common sheepdog injury. So she got rushed to the vet, they sewn her all up and now she has to wear uh, like a neck brace thing. We actually initially got a cone but then one of our friends came around with this thing that's like a travel pillow and she's so happy with it because she like leans on it. I think Aww. I think she'll probably just wearing she'll it. miss it. Yeah, she'll miss it when it's gone. Yeah, but do you know what I noticed is going to the vet. The whole experience, everyone is so nice to you, and I don't know if you've ever been in A and E. but what vet A and E or real life? Like actual. Oh yeah, yeah. People aren't always so nice to you. Like you can be in a moment of like real trauma. Like, obviously, that's why you're in traumatic events of your life. You're having to go to any. If it, maybe it's not you, or maybe it's like a family member, and they're they like obviously the hospital staff are so stressed. But people aren't really that nice to you. But in the vet, I phoned. Um, I said my dog's jumped over the fence and she's ripped her leg. And the the woman on the phone was like. Oh no, I'm so sorry. And then when we got there, the vet was like, oh, just so empathetic. And then there was other vet staff, obviously everyone's social distancing. You have to leave your dog outside and then someone comes in and collects them and takes them outside. But the other people working there are just so kind and empathetic and really love their patients. And yeah, so. Yeah, do you know what? I have found that. So my dentist receptionist, the nicest person like I've like I've got sore tooth oh you poor thing like oh like these are all the you know like so so nice but correct you go into A&E like crying Mm -hmm. because something awful has happened and you can barely speak and the receptionist like what's your name huh what (laughs) what's your what's your date of birth and and what do you think's wrong with you it's like it's like an interrogation and you can barely speak yeah, but then I will say, like the experiences I've had with any, like the doctors and nurses have always been nice. Yes, that's right. I mean, like, I'm, this is not absolutely yeah, not uh, every receptionist. <laughs> and also, then what? What I was thinking was like, so this whole I don't have pet insurance. This oh, cost no. us five hundred pounds, right? But then I was thinking, like, is the answer like the answer is not that I'm saying the NHS, like we need a private health service because I know that's definitely not the answer. I just think that maybe if you were like cute and fluffy, the receptionist might be like nicer to you. That's the answer. That could be it, yeah. Although I guess with... um... (laughs) What happened? Wait, have you just called me now? I've been recording the whole time. Yeah, I'm still recording. Okay, well, (laughs) do what happens. We can cut that out. So how's your week been more importantly? Well, I had an MRI. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's more important than the dog, but I've had, um, yeah, I had an MRI. So we'll see how that goes. 
I listened to your last two podcasts with Andy, so I know all about your MRI. Everyone's up to date. (laughs) Everyone's up to date. Um, So what is an MRI machine? Because like you said that you... Oh, you not have you not seen the MRI machine? No, I've never had one. What it's is it? It's like this, like huge um, machine, and there's like a basically a hole in the middle, and you lie on a bed and you go into the hole, right? But it's like quite a sm- It's like um oh, do you know what it's like? You know the slides at swimming pools. Oh, right, uh, like a flume. Yeah, like a flume, but a flume. also like a very small flume because right. like the roof is like really close to your face. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people get quite claustrophobic, but I'm always just like, meh. Uh, I think I fell asleep a little bit. Oh, right. Okay. I wonder if it's like nice. Is that a nice relaxing experience then? Well, I mean, there's a lot of loud banging in the machine, mm-hmm. which is a bit strange and like really weird sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like house music, <laughs> I would say. There's <laughs> like a I really don't know if it's relaxing as such. Right. But yeah. Also, how can you not know if there's metal in your shoulder? Well, okay, so I got, you can kind of see, I got um, my shoulder pinned in. That's what they called it, pinned in, which made me think, hmm, there's pins in there. And I do remember him saying, like, I asked my mum as well, and she was like, yeah, they said, because this was when I was 15, they said that they put, like, little screws in on either side to sort of, like, create, like, a fake tendon or something. Um and hold it in place and so I was telling her this and she was like oh okay and I was like well I have had an MRI before and it's totally fine and she was like "Mm, okay well should be fine but like Mm -hmm. MRI machines are massive magnets essentially so that's what when you go into the room like nothing there's like a red line on the floor and nothing metal can come within that because when the machine's on it just gets dragged into the machine Mm-hmm. So you think like she was like, well, if your shoulder hurts, just press the buzzer. And I was like, won't that be slightly too late? Like it was like ripped out of my arm, and I'd be like, oh, think there might have been some metal in here. But you know, you always get that um, panic as well. Like, oh my god, did I take my rings off? Like, obviously you did, but like, are all my earrings out? And, uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that, that, we have a lot of content today, don't we? we have a lot- I had just one question for you, though. Okay, go. So you had your turf put down in your back garden. Mm-hmm. Now, when you had that person in doing that, like, did you leave them to do it? Or did you, like, sort of, like, hit, like ask them questions, chat away to them, or, like, offer yeah, well, them a drink? I knew the person. Oh, did you? Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. so yeah, I was like there pretending I was helping. And then sometimes I'd be like, I want to do that because we had this thing called a whacker and it's like a mat, like a flattening thing, but it's like this big machine that like jiggles up and down. And I was like, that looks quite fun. Turns out like it wasn't that fun, <laughs> but I wanted to try it. Because it's always been like a thing for me. So if I've got someone in doing something, I always feel like the need to... Like, I, I, I feel like it's really rude to just go inside my house and, like, leave them to it. Like, I want to, like, sort of follow them around, ask them questions, offer them a drink, chat. And I think... What are you doing can- now? Oh, why are you doing that? That's pro- like, you think you're being polite, but it's probably so annoying. <laughs> well, I remember one time when I was, I was maybe, like, 12 or 13, and my mom and dad were getting an extension in the house. And, we, and my mom said to me, 
just make sure that you look after, like say his name was Brian, like look after Brian, make sure that he's like um, fed, he's got like coffee, tea, whatever. And so I really took that to heart. And honestly, I was like following him around being like, would you like anything, my lord? And then I ended up making him lunch one day and I, was, I only knew how to make one thing and it was scrambled eggs on toast. So I made him like this huge pile of scrambled eggs and he was like, like you could tell he was like, oh, I don't really want this, but he ate it. And then the next day he was like, he arrived, he's like, I'm going out for my lunch today, okay? Oh, <laughs> that's really sweet though. Yeah, so I had my, um, my gardener in cutting my grass. Mm. And I, I decided I'm just gonna leave him to it because he's like mowing the lawn. It's really loud. I can't really like go and ask him questions. But yeah, if anyone's listening, what's the general etiquette for that? Yeah, Please. I find that so. My parents used to have a cleaner, and which I like sounds really posh, but I actually think it makes economical sense to have a cleaner. But uh-huh. anyway, um, it was really awkward because I don't like you don't want to be in the same room, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I remember we used to all like I remember standing in my parents room with like my mum and dad just like everyone was only in there because the cleaner was doing other stuff and we're like maybe we should all like you'd feel like you had to go out when they were there yeah uh-huh. because then then it sort of like implies that you've got the time to have a cleaner or like you've got time to not have a cleaner because if you're in sitting doing nothing the cleaner's there you could actually be doing it yourself yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah true anyway yeah you're right we have lots to talk about this week okay mm-hmm. but where where do we start where oh, you know what start why don't we do it alphabetical order <laughs> but are we going to start with um i think we should start with some collarbone exercises okay okay so oh. i put this on my story yesterday someone asked me i can't remember what they asked on my story something about collarbones how do you how do you get, get, oh no why do some people lose fat on their collarbones or something oh no, I think like it's like, why do some people have more prominent collarbones than that other ones it. yes that was it and i was like hmm, i don't know i mean like realistically it's probably just your genetics your bone structure how much body fat you hold in your upper body etc etc um but it did make me think i really like collarbones and like, then i got like so them. many replies like this probably been my most replied to story was other people being like, oh my God, yeah, me too. There you go. So then Shona did some research and she's found a collarbone workout. There's tons of collarbone workouts out there. Like absolutely I especially tons. like this woman on Wait, yours. So I found this video and it was a German model and it's a collarbone, neck and jawline workout. Does she do a before and after? Because I just feel like she looks... She looks like a model. Yeah. Like, she looks quite skinny as well. Mm-hmm. Slim. Slender. I think we can just guarantee that her jawline, her collarbones, her neck are not a result of these exercises. <laughs> and the result of her being a model. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just because okay, so, she didn't have that before. But yeah, okay, let's continue. Right, shall we, shall we do one together then? Yeah. Right, so watch this video. So I've done plenty of research. So... Sit nice and tall, shoulders back and down. Turn your face to the left as far as you can. Okay, now make a kissing face with your mouth and then make your kissing lips as far away to the left as you can. 
Oh, <laughs> where am I meant to feel this? Well, I mean, when I do it, I feel it like across the right hand side of my jaw. Here, you look absolutely gorgeous doing that. Do it again. Thank, thank you very much. Do it again. Kiss. <laughs> well, you know, it's not my first rodeo. Um, what was the one? Say, so what is that more for your jawline? That one. I would say that's more for your jawline. And then I, I found this. The ones for the collarbones. I think like I saw this video and it was like shrugs. But the shr shrugs. I really liked her. Her. Um, <laughs> she was like. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So she was like, sit nice and tall. <laughs> Make a smile. Right. And then breathe out and go he at the same time. He. Wait, what's that meant to do? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send you this one, but she had another one where she's like, turn your face upwards to the left, stick your tongue out. Oh, that's not the left, that's the right, sorry. Um, stick your tongue out and then wave it from side to side. Do you know what? I'm quite a prominent this. Mm -hmm. Is that just a massive what? tendon? No, that's that. There's two muscles down there, isn't there? There's a muscle there and there. But that bit feels like like that is not a muscle. That's just Do you know who we should all just like look up to as the collarbone and neck goddess. Who? Deirdre Barlow. Who? Who's that? Oh my god, you don't know who Deirdre? Do you remember? You know Deirdre from Coronation Street. I've never seen it. With a big have... Oh yeah, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. She's always really like stressed and anxious, so she'd always go this. So what I was like, do you find um, collarbones attractive? Yes. It's like a thing that On I a man and a woman or just a woman? Um, Paul's got like quite big pokey out bits here. Like, so you know, the, 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 where bones, they meet the, the bones, middle. yeah. Yeah. What's that quite... little bit in the middle called? <laughs> oh, that's a good exercise. Poke it. Breathe in. Sing. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really helping. You know what you can also get? You can get collarbone piercings. That is disgusting, what, isn't just, it? Is it the one that's just one in the middle? Yeah, it's like a microdermal. Yeah. Um, really not about also, that. Freaks also, me out. Like, where's the other side? Well, it's underneath. But then I also read <laughs> about this like extreme piercing where you can get a bar that goes underneath the bone and comes out on the other side. How is that safe? That's, well, I mean, that's definitely not safe. We can just agree that right now. Oh, God, that'd be awful. Wow. Look at us doing our... God, put your collarbones away. Jeez. <laughs> Are you getting all hot and bothered? Yeah. How do you feel about collarbones on yourself? Is it on other people or do you, do you want them yourself? I think I like them myself. Uh-huh. But I obviously prefer them on other people. <laughs> okay. But do you not think it's like another thing that we have to and we shouldn't have to worry about? It's just more and more pressure, isn't it? And do you know yeah. what? Some of us aren't genetically blessed with big clothing. No, we're not. I mean, it is genetics, isn't it? Like, I when I was Googling, like, collarbone workout, there was all these other ones, like hip dips. 
Do you know what hip dips are? Oh, yeah. What is it to get rid of them or to get them? Well, I didn't know. I, I was like, yeah. do you want them? Do you not so want them? That, hip dip is, just explain, where you're... So it's like, it. I think actually what it is, is like your glute poking in at the side. Yeah. I think actually, so if I saw someone with a hip dip, I would think they've got really strong glutes. Well, thanks, because I'm just looking at mine right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think some people don't. Oh. Oh, she's getting her hip dips out. See. Okay, so it's where it goes in and then out. I'm hoping that was a side effect. A sound effect, even. <laughs> side effect of the hip dips. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think we've, uh, we've addressed... probably covered that topic for everyone. But I actually think so. I was thinking about this. I don't know if, if is it collarbones or is it neck that is attractive? Like, I think um, I like neck. The, the ne- is that the navel reason? No, no, the navel's like low, isn't yeah. it? Navel's your belly button. Yeah. What's that region called? Uh, your decolletage. Oh, hello. Oh, it's got yeah. a French name. It's sexy. It is. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, that's what I'm about. You're all about that, that area? Yeah. See, I love a polo neck. <laughs> what, what, you mean you find polo necks attractive or you enjoy wearing them? No, no I really like them. I really like a polo neck. Like, I just like wearing them. So, like, I, I, wearing I like... Them? You're, like, Shona's, like, touching her chin. Like, are you wearing your collar up? Do you mean you're, like, a turtleneck? A turtleneck, yeah. Right. Oh, no, okay. a, a polo shirt is that? No, that's a polo shirt. Isn't yeah, a polo it? shirt's like what you wear to school. Right. <laughs> in primary school, when you can't wear a normal shirt because you can't iron it. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it sounds like you only wore shirts because you're like an iron bitch. Oh no, I mean like, don't you wear that normally in primary school and then you go up to like? Oh right, okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a polo neck though. Do like, you? I'm presenting or something. I quite like wearing a little. Polo. It looks like you are like a bit more legit, doesn't it? Yeah, like I work for myself. It's my polo neck. <laughs> and I'm wearing jeans. I'm so casual. I've got jeans so and casual. a polo neck. <laughs> Business up front, <laughs> down the bottom. Mod cash, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, mm. I'd just like to touch on something that happened in the last podcast where we couldn't remember the name of the film and apparently everyone was like Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger Games <laughs> like shouting because that must have been so annoying we we're like you know that thing where they you know there's like game and they're all like mm, and, what was it? and I think they're hungry but what was it called and they're playing a game yeah <laughs> game hungry no don't have it it's not coming to me let's move on you can just imagine these people listening to me like, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. <laughs> like, when will they get it? Okay, so, you know, we've, we've done that. Okay, but you know what, guys? Guys listening, see in the moment of recording a podcast. It's I very high I, pressure right now. It is so high pressure and my IQ drops. And then I, I listen back to it and I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have said that. I should, like, yeah, so it's, it's hard, guys. It's hard. Um, sorry, guys. Mm-hmm um okay okay so this is a listener question can you and shona please discuss only fans mm-hmm. 
That's the right. question. Okay. So- oh, and also along with that question, though, I have another disgusting thing to say. So, you know, we were talking about how gross the term get your hole is last week. Yep. I can't believe that was only last week. It seemed a long time ago. Is that only last week? Oh, yeah. Um, she says that in Ireland, people say get your bit, which is just as bad. Get your bit. Get your bit. Oh, sorry. I'm off to get my bit. <gasps> get my bit. Do you want to go to bed so you can get your bit? No. no get your no. bit. Does get your Not bit? Says, I did, but no. Get your bit. Is that something women say, or is it something men say, or both say? I don't know. Uh-huh. Do you know what I love? What? Like not being disgusted about sex. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I love? Just you know, not talking about sex like that. So it's not. Really- <laughs> I would just announce into the room, right? Finish the cup of tea, put the mug down, right? That's me away. Oh, where are you off to? You go to the shops? No, I'm away to get my hole. Right, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think it tends to be, like, young Scottish men, like, nerdy kind of thing. They'll be, they will say that, like, oh, I'm going home to get my hole. What? Going home? Oh. Mm. <laughs> when really, they're just having a sad wank. Yeah. Oh, okay. To Emma Sony Gordon's OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, you made those eyes as if, bitch, you know. How did you know oh my about gosh, my OnlyFans? No. So, OnlyFans, for people who don't know, what is it? It's like you put it's up a, content that you wouldn't put somewhere else and people can pay to see it. Yeah, pretty much. It's okay. like a subscription service. Um, and it is quite common now in, in fitness influencers isn't it yeah and I think people are quite like more and more open about it like I think a couple of maybe a year or so ago people would be like oh my god so and so is on OnlyFans Mm -hmm. like and that was like a big drama and now it's like so yeah and also like is it definitely always not suitable for work content on OnlyFans or could you just like say you made an OnlyFans and you just it's put like just nutritional um, information <laughs> here's some of the meals i ate this week here's how protein synthesis works mm. to be fair like i i was thinking that as you're speaking about it as well mm. like i mean you have like what's the i mean that is obviously a difference but there's not a huge difference between that and like a subscription website where you get given content that you have to pay for uh-huh. Yeah, I think just I mean, like, is EIQ like a high-end OnlyFans? <laughs> You'll have to sign up and see. Well, do you do it with your tops off? You'll have to sign up and see. Yeah. Just a little sprout on each nipple. Or a wee banana, just like I've got. Mm. But yeah, do you know what? Me and Emma, both totally behind OnlyFans. If you want to go for an OnlyFans, you go and get an OnlyFans. Yeah, I think as long as you're not feeling pressured into it, as long as it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable and you're getting something out of it and you maybe enjoy doing that, like, what's... I don't mind. I, I follow quite a few accounts that have made OnlyFans in lockdown because they're worried about, like, it's, like, financial issues. 
Yeah. See, that makes me sad because I don't, I wouldn't like if someone felt like pressured into taking photos of themselves that they wouldn't normally take and that they wouldn't normally share Mm -hmm. because they're going through a hard time financially. That makes Mm -hmm. me sad. I don't think that. Yeah. But then also you're like, okay, well, actually, if you're struggling with money and you can make money, like, I don't know, if you look at it from like a business transaction point of view, like Mm -hmm. taking photos doesn't cost you any money. Yeah. That you might make, you know, you're not like having to invest in it. Yeah. And if you're a female fitness person or just like a female person on Instagram and like you're posting pictures like that and people are seeing it for free, then why not just monetize it? Do you know what I mean? Like put the the less scantily clad pictures on your Instagram and then you're like, give me money if you want to see the goods. Yeah. You know what you're I think you're just taking back power and then monetizing it why not do it do it everybody do it but don't you think that let's say you had I mean okay look we'll just use me as an example I think and I think this is, would be the same for anyone else who puts out sort of like legitimate information I still think there's that view of something like OnlyFans that that would be like cheapening yourself almost or or almost like I think it's because you've got to to some extent you have to choose like what your values are and what you stand for and why people follow you right and I've Mm -hmm. chosen that to be good nutritional information physiology and whatever it's more an educational platform for me and now and again I'll put up super stuff but that's like the basis of it Mm -hmm. if I then like I think sometimes you can't have too many things going on because it what if it was like one of them's like this is how much calories you burn per like kilogram of muscle. And then the next one's like, if you want to see my nipples, join OnlyFans. I don't know if that, I don't know if that goes. I don't know if, I think it only doesn't go because there is the still, still that stigma against women and their sexuality, isn't there? Like if there wasn't that stigma, because you are, a woman who owns her sexuality but you feel that you have to keep that off because it's like not professional or it doesn't align with align I get with what like- you're saying but then I also think like you you don't put all of your life on social media like does no. that need to be no on social media no, no. but equally what I'm my point is that if you so decided to it shouldn't then take away from the message or like the the nutritional content, like the fact that you are very intelligent. Like if you decided one day, here's a picture of my bum, and then the next day it's like um, carb cycling, then people should still be like, right, okay, Emma's still giving out legit information, but also like- Well, not if I'm telling you to carb cycle. (laughs) But yeah, no, I get what you mean. But then I do think that, Right, okay, say someone follows me for, oh, what about this? Like, you've got, I don't know, younger people or, like, a guy who's got a girlfriend. Like, do, do you really want, like, they might be like, oh, but she gives out great nutritional information. But, like, yeah, but there's a picture of her ass as well. Like, some people probably, like, I only want the nutrition or I only want the ass. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe well, you don't want them following you. Yeah. Look, if you can't have me for my nutritional information, then... Oh no, what's the quote? Whatever. If you can't handle me at my thirsty butt pick, then you sure as well can't handle me at my carb cycling <laughs> post. 
Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? Mm. I was listening to this podcast about Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, you can tell me this. Uh, so the podcast goes into trigger warning. The podcast goes into extreme detail about his body and that he had to like inject his penis to make it work. Right? And then one of the one of the victims well, like what so he had so like he had some dysfunction with his penis, right? Right. Yeah. How is he still so horny? I mean, obviously that doesn't completely correlate, but you'd think like, oh, maybe that's like low testosterone levels or I'm sure there are other reasons, but... Right, okay, well, I'll get to the reason. Oh God, okay. Which is the, which is the, the part where we're all going to have to sit down and make Am sure... Am I going to be a, sick in my mouth? Because I, I just hit my cod liver oil. Oh God. It's not going to be a good time. It's definitely going to come back on you. Oh no. Right, so, and then... One of the victims um, said that she, when she saw him naked, she thought that he didn't have anything down there. She thought that he was like intersex and didn't and had a vagina. Actually, that's what she said. Um, and then, like, part of the evidence that they used was that they passed photos of his naked body around, and there was like visible faces of like disgust and shock when the, the photos of his body were passed around um, the jury. And it turns out that he has a condition called, I don't know how to say this, Fournier gangrene. It's spelled F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R, right? Now, this is one of these things that you don't... Wait, do Google. I want to Google this? <laughs> like, you know how everyone's like, oh, Google blue waffle. <laughs> yeah, is this the male equivalent? <laughs> This is the male equivalent. So Wait, what was it? F? F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R gangrene. And it's a gangrene of the genitals caused by um, obesity, alcoholism, diabetes. I think all uh, as a combination of all those things. And then your bits just like start to rot. And it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And the fact that he was a sexual predator makes that all the more worse because he is so disgusting. Sorry, Emma. Like, if you, you're listening right now, I'm just watching Emma Google search these images. Oh, my God. It's really bad. What's yeah. so... And did that, like, could you not, like, pass... Well, I guess it's not, it's not like a contagious thing. Because no. it's gangrene from, yeah. yeah. Well, you wouldn't Ooh. want that anywhere near <laughs> private. You wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy. Genuinely, not great. Apart from Harvey Weinstein. He's a very bad man. What, so he had that and then he had to inject his penis to make it erect to molest yeah, these people. It was just like rotten. It was just, <laughs> just hanging out. The worst thing. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible, horrible, horrible human. Yeah, so I'm really sorry, guys. If you Googled that, do not do not at yeah, me. Don't don't sorry. do it while you're eating anything. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Wow. 
but the thing is you know when you say you pass like they passed a picture around of his genitals yeah and, and everyone was disgusted like that, they passed I mean, around a picture of his naked body at the front and the back because of one of the things this is also disgusting one of the things one of his victims said that he had huge blackheads covering his back and they like huge i would have gone to town on those babies i would have been like <laughs> come here give me a pop, spoon pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. isn't that horrendous that's really awful not that he deserves any sympathy but can you imagine like well anyone who is suffering with that then you deserve sympathy but yeah but I mean no I mean if you were sat there and people were passing around a picture of your naked body and visibly like making shocked and disgusted faces I know I know yeah (laughs) yeah I mean it would be a shame but well no it's it's very bad man very very bad man very very bad man very 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 bad Very, very ash, very ash. Right, so what else have you sent me? Um, Would you date a cop was a question we got. A cop? Did they actually ask, did they say cop? They said cop. Where are they from? I don't know. They're from New York. New York. Would you date a cop in New York? NYPD. Uh, (laughs) I think a cop would be a bit more exciting than... Uh, oh shit, no. Police a cop officer. would be way worse than a police man or woman. Yeah. Because, like, the police in America are awful. Yeah. I'm sure they're not all awful, but yeah. Many. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the, the system is awful, so that the way they're trained is awful. So, what, so you mean that, what was that show about police cops, the funny, the comedy? The, the Scottish one? No, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something, or Brooklyn. Oh yeah, uh-huh. No, what? So that's not true? Is that not a documentary? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? I thought you were talking about Scott Squad. You know, huh? did you ever Scott Squad? No. It's like a Scottish one. Mm. I'd give it about a three out of ten. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, I would, you- date, I would date a cop. A cop? Would you? I would date a, <laughs> a police <laughs> officer. I think if you dated a police officer, they'd ask you to stop saying cop. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, I guess the, de- I think it depends how seriously people take their jobs. Like, if they're, like, in Tesco and they're like, oh, I'm a police officer. Like, <laughs> dropping it at any, any moment. And that's quite annoying. But that's annoying for any job. Well, yeah, like, see when people... Step aside, I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on here. I know exactly what's going on there. Step aside, I'm a personal trainer. Let me do 10 push-ups. <laughs> In the queue for Tesla. Oh. Um, do you know what, right? I'm going to say something really controversial. And if you're a police officer listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm not talking about you because I don't know you, right? But I'd say out of like, all the police officers that I personally know, about 75% of them are dicks. Oh. And the reason for that is, is because I feel like they're in the police because they've got something to prove. They're like, maybe they Small didn't do dick something. syndrome. Yeah. Thank you. You said it. You said it. It's like, 
they didn't uh, maybe they got picked on at school maybe they were quite short maybe they've got like little man syndrome and um, maybe they had like a big brother or a dad that was mean to them and then they're like do you know what I'm gonna join the police and then you have to listen to what I say mm. but I do know some police officers that are really nice um so I'm sorry if that's you but that's my general feeling on that so I don't think I guess because if you think like what's your motivation like if if you're like I really want to be in the police like what's your motivation for that is that because you like having a bit of authority then I think it's passed down it's kind of like almost like bullying isn't it like if you're bullied you're more likely to bully someone else but like in the police like you probably like obviously you've got hierarchy Mm -hmm. and so I think it's like okay if you're someone who's like on the beat that I don't know anything about the police, by the way. This is just my imagination of what's happening. Then you're I on guess, the like, beat in New York. You're a cop. You, like, you're going to pull over and get some donuts. <laughs> That's all they do, right? Yeah. Um, it's only on, like, your, like, the general population. I don't know if it's, like, the feeling of power that people are looking for. I think it is. Mm. I think you join the police because you want that, you want to gain back control do you know the other thing you could do? What? Create a, ca- a candle that smells like your vagina. That's a powerful yeah. thing to do. Have you that seen is that? Really, is that like um, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. Like, That's been, she's had it for ages. She's had it for ages. What, the vagina candle? Yeah, she's had that for ages. We, we oh, is, is it the orgasm candle that's new? There's a new one that's like... It smells like an orgasm. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Wait, you smell it and you have an orgasm or it smells like an orgasm? <laughs> that would be good. That would be amazing! I just sit like... <laughs> yeah, that's... that's um, Dr. Mike called it big vulva energy. <laughs> As opposed to big dick energy, obviously. You no, know what? what I really like about that is that he's used the correct term because vagina is the canal... But vulva is the whole encompassing. Well, he is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right there is Th- big. That medical degree vulva. used well. <laughs> well done, correct term. That's big vulva energy. Like saying that the whole world wants to smell your, your vagina. vagina when you burn the candle. And they want to pay $60 to do so. Or how wow. much it is. Wow. Yeah, we talked about this in one of the first podcasts. We are now. I thought it was um, the egg that we, or the jade egg that we talked oh, about. Oh, we talked about the jade egg. Oh, yeah. did we also talk and about we the talked vagina? About the goop, the goop thing on Netflix, mm. where she sent all her, um, all her employees, but she didn't actually do any of the challenges herself. Just sent her lackeys away to do all these really horrible things. It's. I would have thought that would have like died by now like the whole thing but it just like she keeps bringing stuff out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's that whole like toxic health and wellness sort of like people selling quick fixes towards things isn't it like she can she can do that with her website like she sells things that she's been um like she's been done so many times for misinformation or selling things that and with promises attached that they just don't... Yeah, but this is why I'm like, why... Yeah, so she's been done with all that. Like, why hasn't it stopped? Just keep Because going. she's got so much money. 
she's so powerful and she's probably got a team of amazing lawyers that mm. can shut these things down. I mean, the Jade Egg, that will be doing fuck all. Let's just face it. Like, isn't it quite, di- like, what if it goes up? Like, how do you get it back out? You, then you have to push it out and that's not good for your pelvic floor. Like, that's literally the problem with it because if it goes too mm. far up, you have, to, you have to, like, bear down and, like, you should never really be bearing down unless you're giving birth. Oh, okay. So you're, you're basically giving out. birth to the egg. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so she's, she's just a pure fanny. Let's just agree on that right a now. Pure fanny. Okay, yeah. right. So actually, quite a big thing we have. Someone has asked us how to come out to their family. What? Why are they asking us? Do you know what? I'm hoping and thinking that they're just going to be like, oh, this isn't like, they're not actually going to take our advice. They just want an opinion. Yeah. Right. Okay. So as the person who is straight here, I probably shouldn't give the advice. Like, what do you think, Emma? I, I mean, I don't think I'm particularly good at the advice because like, I don't really feel like I had to do anything. But then I think, so this individual has been married so that, to right. a man. So they probably right. think, as you would, <laughs> this person is straight. Right. Um, and she says she's, because I said, I just replied saying like, when you meet the right person, when you like, my, in my opinion, it'd be like, okay, well, there's no point. She obviously likes men and women because she's married mm-hmm. to a man. So why not just be like, if you meet someone that you want to take home, and, and meet your friends and family, then that would be a time. But then she made a good point that she was like, yeah, but I don't want that to be like a huge thing. Like imagine being the other person. Like, yeah. oh, this is my girlfriend. And you're just like, hey. And they're all like, what? Or you right, don't yeah. know how they're going to react. You don't think that they should announce that she's now in a relationship with a woman by bringing the woman being like, look, She's not my special friend. I think that would be like, well, actually, now I'm thinking about it. You probably want to give a heads up. Yeah, you want to give a heads up, yeah. (laughs) Just, you know, just so you can get a a little bit of time to wrap your head around it. I think it also depends on the family member. Like, is it, are you telling your parents? Are you telling your children? Because I think like the way you deliver all that would be kind of different. And I think you should tell each person separately as well maybe right rather than making an announcement to the room what about a big party and then you just say coming out or you could send out the invites in rainbow and be like but you know come along to my coming out party bring your own beer that's a great idea actually i think we should you should just do that so Uh, maybe i could do one even though like technically no do it so We'll wheel in a giant rainbow cake and then everyone will be like, oh, what's the big rainbow cake? And then burst out of the rainbow cake dressed as a unicorn and just screaming, I'm gay! <laughs> and make the great last about 20 seconds so everyone gets the point. Can you, um, like, oh my God, imagine what your parents' faces would be like. I'm wow. gay! And then be like, hey. and then be like, does anyone have any questions? 
or PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and then the you moment know, I realised I was there are genetic influences, how this and this, and that, you know, you can love the person and not particularly yeah. if they're male or female. Maybe just explaining exactly how you feel. And then okay. a conclusion to round up. Quick questions at the end. Done. Who know? <laughs> Collarbones. <laughs> It Did all I... started when I started following ESG Fitness <laughs> on Instagram. When did you fa- first start feeling these emotions? <laughs> right, so I think we've um, addressed that. Yeah, well, we? I think that was some great advice. That was some really good advice. Yeah. Like, the key points are open it up for questions and make your gay last 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I think having some structure... It's good. And then yeah. obviously opening up at the end for a Q&A. Oh, remember to wear a polo shirt. Oh, yes. And oh, that's actually quite, I would say like polo shirt, black jeans, a belt. That's, that's what you look- wear when you do presentations. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> describing my exact look. Maybe put your hair in a bun. Put your hair in a bun. Uh, what trainers? I don't wear shoes when I pr- present. Why not? I don't know. I, I think I did it one year. Like I took off my shoes and I felt like much more comfortable. And then a lot of the time, if it's possible, I just won't wear shoes. You're so quirky. I know. Gosh. Hashtag not like the other girls. I know. <laughs> what am I like? In your brickers all over the stage. I'm sure they love oh, that. Oh, sick. No, obviously I went, I didn't have my feet out. <laughs> you have little socks. Yeah, obviously I wear my Vibrams. <laughs> So disgusting. <laughs> oh. It's like this little noise. I like to feel the <laughs> earth. Grounded, I think is what they call it. It's so grounded. So yeah. grounding. Oh, okay. So I sent you something just before we came on. Um, and one of my friends sent me this. And it's like a, a free uh, 30 day access to this no dipsy dipsy which is 250 plus sexy audio stories that spark your imagination and get you in the mood <gasps> and i thought how lovely that they thought of me that's amazing i know i am definitely gonna download that yeah I haven't, um, I haven't tried it yet but we'll see could this be the first sponsor of the up close and personal trainer podcast oh <gasps> Maybe we should contact them. Emma, do it. Do it. Yeah, I think this episode is brought to you by Dipsy. 250 plus sexy audio stories that spark your imagination and get you in the mood. That is a great ad. Thank you. See, I can do it. I can totally do it. And just for up close and personal trainer podcast listeners, we have a 20% discount. Ooh. Use code ESG20 for your discount what about you use code shona30 for <gasps> your discount of course i'm gonna get more discount <laughs> right let's see who can get more signups <laughs> <laughs> okay um there was something else i can't remember what it was now oh yeah i really wanted you to do something for me oh oh, oh. oh. I just need to find what that something was. Oh yeah, I really wanted you in your Boris voice 
to do and if your friends ask you to take ketones you should say no fuck off and listen to the up close and personal trainer podcast okay or something along those lines do you need a minute to get in in are you ready and if your friends ask you to take ketones you should say no fuck off Get your advice from Emma Story Gordon on the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. That was perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was delightful. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, guys, guys, keep keep sending us your content. Yeah. If you, you know, the other thing is I know a lot of people listen to this on podcast but there is also the video on Shona's YouTube and we need to get people to start watching that because today we've shown you some really good clavicle exercises yeah and the YouTube channel is Shona Denovan Fitness Shona Denovan Fitness very easy to remember what you could do so that we're so we're both getting the views and the listens you could put mine on mute it and then sync it up with the with the podcast there we go. That so we're would watching. be commitment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're giving us you equal. Just share the podcast if you've enjoyed it. Share okay. the YouTube if you've. Oh God, I'm calling someone. Okay. Right. Well, I think we should finish now. Okay. Okay. Love bye. You. bye.